0: Welcome to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor and...
1: Professor T.
0: Love. And today, our topic for today is Dark Family Secrets. Now, we're covering this topic because I had the pleasure of watching one of um, Tyler Perry's movies. One in particular that stood out is the one, Medea's Big Happy Family. Um, which stars Lauren Hill, Tiana Taylor, and um, Loretta Devine, and the rapper, I don't know if he still calls himself Bow Wow. Um, In the story, does he?
1: Um, it, it's yes or no, but his name is Shad oh, okay. Moss. Okay,
0: Shad Moss. I don't want to like, um, change anybody's name. But Bow Wow, a.k.a. Shad Moss. He um Loretta Devine raised him as her son. And she was dying, or at least she was dying of cancer in the show. And um during her process of trying to get her family together so that they she could all tell them that she was very ill and that she would no longer be there, the secret came out that he was really her grandson, one of her daughters was raped by I believe an uncle or some relative and he was the product of that relationship Wow. and um, you know Tyler Perry covers and talks about a lot of these taboo subjects in a lot of his movies I believe another movie that he also covers a deep dark family secret is um I think was also Medea's, well, definitely Medea's family reunion. In it stars Loretta Devine, Loretta Devine, Blair Underwood, and Lisa Manadel Anderson. And she had a sister, Rochelle, at eight, I can't say her name, at and those two were sisters, and apparently um, Lint Winfield, their mother, lived a certain lifestyle and was able to live that lifestyle because she offered her daughter, Lisa, who, um, Lisa, her name is Vanessa in the show, offered up her to the stepfather to have sex with him so that he could keep, because he was very rich, so he wanted to have sex with the daughter and he would continue paying the bill. So Lit Winfield offered her up, you know, her mother, Victoria in the movie, offered her up as payment. So she had to sleep with her, um, she had to sleep with her stepfather, which in the movie made the mother very upset. She had a resentment towards the daughter and she felt, you know, that her daughter did this, but also should have had a better life. But her daughter wind up having two children out of wedlock, I believe two different men. So this is another scenario of dark family secrets that occur in any family's home, you know, not every um, home. Let's, let's make that clear. I'm not saying everybody has a deep dog secret, but it, a lot of these secrets that occur in a, in a family can manifest themselves and become different behaviors than people, bring about resentment, hatred, and alter the person's emotional, psychological being as they get older. Maybe in the case of Medea's family reunion, and this is only speculation, her having two children out of wedlock could have come about because she was used in such a manner. So she was always really looking for a daddy figure. She found these men, wind up having relationships with them. Now, this is only speculation. Because remember, it's uh, it's really one or two-dimensional at tops because we only know a little bit about the woman's history in the movie. But sometimes when a child is molested or something happens, they can go down different paths in their life. They could become very promiscuous. They could have a lot of children. They could get into prostitution. They could uh, become, you know, they could choose to not be with the opposite sex. They it, anything could happen to them. And this could be the foundation for why they are the way they are. Now I say these things because I'm not saying that I don't want no one to take out of context what I'm saying that oh if you're gay, transgender, you were molested. That's not the case with everybody. Okay? It may not be case with nobody, but Sometimes there are cases of that, and that could be the reason. It's not the total reason, okay, Or a person could be gay because of that reason. They've had bad relationships or molested, raped, whatever happened that has caused them to turn against that for whatever reason because they were not able to process it. And also that the time that that happened to them, the age. So these things make a difference in a person's life. But we talk about this or I bring this up because it's very important that when a parent or when you realize that you are the victim of this, that you seek help. That you find someone to talk to. Anybody. And if one person doesn't listen, you gotta try to find somebody else. Because you have to get this burden off your child. You have to heal. And you have to find someone to help you learn to process it learn to deal with it maybe seek therapy so that you can be who you're supposed to be no matter whoever that is whether you're heterosexual whether you're gay transgender promiscuous whatever if that is who you are destined to be let you walk down that path on a level of of that is who you are not because of something that detrimental that happened to you in your life. What do you think about that, Professor T-Love?
1: I agree with all of the above what you said. Um, And it doesn't matter what age you find out the secret. Because when you get older and someone divulges a secret, like, for instance, I'll give you an example. When they divulged a secret that they had another child, now you don't found out about the first child, and you was good with that. And <clears throat> you know, as long as the other parent knew about that child, it's good. But when they just dis- when they use deception to hide the second one, then I'm looking at the individual. There's a pattern that they're not to be trusted. And when you find out stuff like that. When you get older. You look at them in a different way. And that's not to say. You don't love them. But at the same time. If they kept that secret that long. What else are they keeping? And what I find is that. When people were given an out in the beginning. And they continue to do the infraction a second time. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: What that means to me is that they still within themselves. Something happened in their life where they did not want shame. Now, the reason why I say this is because, you know, sometimes we may have family members that Mm -hmm. might have had children out of wedlock and depending on what kind of family they came from, They consider that to be shame because, you know, especially that burden is placed heavily on women Um, that, you know, if you came from a family um, and they were known in the community and if the word got back that the daughter was promiscuous or something like that or the fact that she had many children, she had like three children out of wedlock without getting married. The only people that's concerned about that is the family, the family, meaning the parents, the mother. You know, they're not concerned about the child and why the child is out there being promiscuous. But that same burden doesn't fall on men as hard as it falls on women. Mm -hmm. And in fact, some, depending on what culture you grow up in, they feel that if men have sired children, that is a rite of passage. But I don't feel it's a rite of passage. might be, you know, you might have committed that the first time. But it's it's not a rite of passage if you did it more than one time. And then the second time, you didn't have enough confidence in yourself to say that, you know, you did this again. And then you blame it on being young when, in fact, versus you being 20 years old, you're 35 years old. No, you're not young. You're an adult. OK, so you knew what you was doing. But the problem is, is mm-hmm. that you kept that and you hid that when you had the opportunity to speak. But sometimes mm-hmm. what they say that when you people that do that, they it's out of fear because they're afraid of what they're going to lose. Now, we could it could be a million things they're afraid they're going to lose. It could be they're afraid to lose their position in the family. They're afraid of what people might think of them. Or they're afraid to lose a marriage or what the benefits of that marriage were. Okay, But the kids are always the last, the last to know in those relationships. And like you said, when you keep a secret like that, and I don't care what age you are, it just shows you your personality, and that mm-hmm. you create anxiety, you create mistrust. You're not to be trusted because if you kept something that long, mm-hmm. you, to me, you're deceptive. Not only, not trustworthy, you're deceptive. You've been deceptive all this time. So my question is, why do you feel you want to say this now? A lot of times people will say it because they old. And they might be on their deathbed, or this thing was been killing them all this time, and they didn't just didn't. They just were so scared to say anything. But you know what? In the end, the entire family suffers because the burden of your secret. You expect other people to keep that secret. To me, that's unfair. It's not. It's not your secret. It's you have to deal with that. But the way. Things can get re- be repaired is by going talking, like you said, going to counseling, going to therapy, <clears throat> and talking to someone. Because to me, what don't kill you will make you stronger. But you also still need to be able to navigate that with the help of um, maybe a psychologist or a therapist or someone you can talk to to get that off your chest. Because I feel like to me, and like I said, I don't care what age you are. You, and then two, you have family members that knew the secret that you were supposed to know. That's another thing. That creates a chasm. That creates a wedge between other family members that that really should not be there. Now, granted, I understand that people... Um, This has gone on and in in a lot of people's families, they've had this, you know, um, where you might have children out of wedlock or whatever, or they had extramarital affairs, but it's not a badge of honor. I think it breaks up families, in fact, and it basically makes you question, um, you know, may question yourself, but never make yourself the blame of anything because you're not. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you have to move on, but you have to seek help also to help you move on. That's my piece on that.
0: <laughs> well, I,
1: I, I do, I do hear what you're saying,
0: and I agree a lot with what you're saying. Um, um, I'm not. I don't know how many times it. I don't know. It's hard to say for the person, especially if we're talking about a man who has had additional children. Mm-hmm. Um, we would like to believe that an individual, because it goes from the age of 20 to the age of 35, that they don't know any better. That is the hope and that is the belief. Right. But unfortunately, a lot of times, people have the inability to process and they are delayed because there could have been something that happened in their life or maybe mentally and they can't process certain things right it could be a trauma it could even be a mental illness i'm not even sure i don't know right okay.
1: i'm in agreement with
0: you right I, i'm i'm just saying that there is so much trauma in so many families especially those of color yep okay due to oppressive environment oppressive situations and other oppressive races that we have not fully uncovered or people do not want to fully acknowledge the depth of that trauma. And it is because of that that, and I'm not making excuses that need to be understood because each person goes through a variety of trauma. Sometimes it could be environmental trauma, meaning that if the person lives in a bad area, like people think that Because you live in a bad area, that's because that's where you want to live, you know, and that you're okay with it. But it is not normal for people to hear gunshots or know about people getting killed or murdered or robbed on a regular basis. That's not normal. That's like people who are in war zones or or army, um, uh, military people who have to fight wars or, you know, fight other destructive patterns. They... They are, um, they suffer from PTSD, okay? And if you look back in African culture, um, many years ago, when the warriors went to fight other tribes or other uh, nations or I mean, other countries, a lot of times they understood that these warriors suffered from PTSD. And they were, they were not allowed to go into the community right away. They took time to decompress. And they were attended to so that when they went back into the community, they could be more functionable in society and their families. But unfortunately, those that may live in harsh areas or economically challenged areas, they do not have that option. And you live with that trauma. That is one. Number two, other family secrets. The high amount of men that have been molested, uh, raped, or sodomized in growing up, especially in men of color, is astronomical. It has not been reported. And that is another contributing factor why they have an inability, some of them, to maintain relationships. There's documentaries. There's... uh, documents on that um paper that go into the depth that when you know people call it a badge of honor yeah he's 13 years old he's having sex with a 27 year old woman or 19 year old woman and that's okay yeah he's a tough guy um that is perpetuated but there's psychological damage emotional damage that happens to their young boy and when he engages in a relationship or a long-term relationship or any relationship with someone, it is difficult for him to maintain that right. because there are a lot of things that are affected. The emotional connection, the the emotional connection is damaged. The inability to communicate, the inability to understand emotion, to process feelings. To even process the trauma in which they went through, because even though everybody around him says that was a good thing that happened to him, in his mind as a young boy, it wasn't a good thing that happened to him. Mm-hmm. It was not, um you know, it was not, and therefore he's damaged. So when you speak of someone like that, I listen to it and I understand and I empathize and sympathize, but I also understand that somewhere along the line, that person received some trauma that they did not talk about, that they did not understand at right. one point, they did not um, do or did not know how to handle it. Right. It also reminds me of a, a friend or someone who I dated who was a classic, they should have had every mental health program in existence meaning that their mom was a drug addict, but she was also a bank robber. She also pimped Ho. She let him sleep in the bed with Ho at a very young age. He engaged in sexual activity with women at a very young age. He was a big boy for his age. And she introduced him to drugs at the age of 13. Because he was a very good-looking man, it wasn't hard for him to engage in relationships. But to maintain a successful relationship, he is not able to do. To really say he is not able to handle the emotional issues or to establish a good emotional connection with someone because of the amount of trauma that he received. He, he has stayed in marriages for a period of time. But the problem is he does not know how to go beyond that and give someone the emotional support that he needed. He is not able to process that. When you talk about emotions, he, ah! He wants to get up he can't talk about it. So it is because of that that so many people are hurt and damaged. Um, There's a lot of
1: uh,
0: uh, articles um um the journal of um black studies the uh you can go to like psychology today you can also go to um the you know a variety of journals um that go deeper into that but either way um it is very hard for men you know, because of the societal things that the societal pressures that are put on them. You know, to be a man and to do that, but we also got to remember where does it, where does that come from? The the pressures that were put on women to be be strong in the backbone of a community, and the man to be strong in the backbone. A lot of that for some people and some races that comes from slavery, because remember, right. you cannot show emotion to the slave master if you showed emotion towards someone to, to the slave master and the slave master that knew that you love this person you love your child guess what I got to get rid of I, I, I'm to keep you you do something wrong I'm gonna get rid of your husband I'm gonna get rid of your child I'm gonna get rid of your wife okay the same reason why some parents don't know how to talk to their kids they call you know it's a perpetual thing Parents during slavery times had to tell Master, Oh, Master, he's dumb. He's a dumb boy. He, he, she, a dumb. She don't know how to do nothing. She ain't good for nothing. It wow. manifests into what we see today. So, when we have people who, are, who hide these secrets, a lot of that, unfortunately, is um, post traumatic slavery, like after slavery. What is the residual effect? because of these little things that happened during those times for survival. For survival and unfortunately many communities that have been at the hand, that been held at the hand of oppressive people don't always know how to process that. And some races in particular where the black, the, the unit has, the family unit has been systematically destroyed. You know, in the effort to keep everyone divided and creating subdivisions right. um, helps perpetuate this. Some other races, maybe such as Spanish, um, don't necessarily suffer it totally because their family unit is still very strong. Okay. But you can see that the two main races that were affected with that were the indigenous people, which were American Indians and African-Americans, because they were at the hands of the oppressor extremely hard, because if you look at Indians and what they're going through in their division and their, their reduction in numbers, you see the connection between the two. So it's very hard for these men and people, especially the men or people, to, to tell their secrets Because if you tell your secret, then everybody's going to know. And especially because think about who's in charge of these mental health facilities. Who's in charge of getting help? It's not people who are of color. It's That's not. true. <laughs> so why yeah. would you trust? someone who's of color this is also the reason why some people don't go to the doctor same thing we we, we talk about we're talking about mental health but sometimes it's medical assistance the same thing because of the treachery that has occurred you know but if you can you seek out someone who can help you who looks like you you have to keep trying right you know
1: Um, and that's that's key see what you said was was key because you have certain generations you know you you know you you don't what's that old saying you know from those that are from that the generation of 80 years ago um Mm -hmm. you you know um you don't talk your family business Mm -hmm. or you know you it's better to be seen and not heard Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and a lot of african-american Americans, those that are older, also have passed that down to their children Mm -hmm. um, as well. And I can understand there's this reluctance um, to Mm -hmm. talk to a therapist or, um, you know, or some place you can go to to speak privately about Mm -hmm. your issues. But I think today it's a little different going forward because of the fact of the impact of generational um, I I consider it generational mental illness because Mm -hmm. I do believe mental illness is passed on through generations Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. incorporated with the oppression you -hmm. know I just feel that today it's a little bit different um, Mm -hmm. that you need to speak because what you find is um, when you keep, you know, secrets, you find out the person that has an ulcer because that secret is is eating them. It's eating mm-hmm. them up, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's not a burden that they can shake off because they don't know how to shake it off. And not that mm-hmm. you shake it off. It's just that they mm-hmm. don't know how to express themselves. That's, that. um, That's,
0: that. That's that absolutely true. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: They don't know how to express themselves so that mm-hmm. they don't feel like the damn... Because uh, really, it's a disease. Because mm-hmm. any time that a start affects your internal organs, it's mm-hmm. killing you. You know? Yeah, but you got to remember no one knows that. You right. don't
0: know that. No. That's the thing. That's why it's important in Sardegar correction. It's yeah. very important that you find someone to talk to. Right. So right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a quick plug. Like, right. Do a quick plug. That's right it. now... I'm in the process of finishing up the website for love, sex, and relationships which is going to deal with coaching but we're going beyond coaching where we'll be doing there'll also be therapeutic services everything will be supervised by clinicians I will be one of the I will be one of the coaches slash therapists interns on there as well as having access that so when you if you if anyone is listening to this podcast and they are going through something like that and they don't have anyone they feel they can talk to i'm going to give you my number and we're going to give it to you again at the end of the podcast but right right now i'm going to say it's 347-601-8431 once again 347-601-8431 you can text me the information will be confidential because that is my line for that but if you need someone to guide you, direct you, or whatever, or if I have the services available through the company, then that's what we'll help you do. Too. But let's continue on. I just wanted to make that's that good. known to people.
1: Yeah, that's important because anybody that's listening to us to this um, podcast, it's important um, that you give them that information about that because this is a serious topic. It affects all families, mm-hmm. and it could either bring the family closer together or it could break them apart mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we have to be realistic about that because the potential for the family to break apart is huge
0: well you know what i want to add to that when you say that not just the family breaking apart but the individual breaking apart right the individual developing as you pointed out which is very true These these emotions, these emotions that are not addressed, processed properly, can develop and manifest into a medical issue. Mm -hmm. They can (laughs) exasperate into some of the most common ones that we experience. It could be diabetes. It could be high blood pressure, hypertension. It could be anything. It could be autoimmune. You have no idea. Right okay that's why it's good to talk and vent to someone to have a conversation with someone even if you via text whatever you have to talk and get it out you have to seek that help you have to understand what is going on with yourself so that's why not only breaking up the family because once that person develops a medical or mental health issue that will be that usually is the reason for destruction or the beginning of destruction of that family because nine times out of ten people can't handle that, yeah. You know, um, like for you know what, parent. Go ahead.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 10 times out of 10 times, they <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just be positive, but you know, okay. Well, nine, ten ten, I'm, 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 I'm being positive, but I'm being real. 10 okay. times out of 10 times, you're not going to be able to handle it, right. however, mm-hmm. that's when you really need to get help because um, you have to vent this out you have to get productive ways to try to deal with what you heard or what you experienced because we're all humans and we're all fragile and when we dispense information and to people as humans as we are as humans it does affect us
0: Exactly
1: it does that's how fragile we are that's why we should never make fun of anyone that's going through a mental illness because I do feel that sometimes when you're not when you're not able to express your emotion, that is a mental mm-hmm. illness because mm-hmm. there was something that happened that prevented you from expressing your emotions right
0: well even if someone um Even if someone has an illness or disease, I posted, I posted on my, I believe it was my Instagram about a young lady who contracted HIV. And she talked about how people would pick on her and say, this is what you get for being this way. We cannot pass judgment. No. We should and we should not and we cannot pass judgment. In this day and age we are not in the position to say how someone contracted something and they deserved it. We don't know right. the circumstances. You know, what if someone catches it, you know, unknowingly? They're married. There's right. cases of that where people are in a relationship a mono- they believe that's a monogamous relationship a committed relationship a marriage and guess what they come home with a disease yep and in this case an incurable
1: one right
0: okay is that that person's fault Are we gonna assume that they were out there, that the the person who did not bring the disease home is out there running around having sex with you? We cannot and we should not do that. Or what if you're a child that's being born from this woman who caught this disease from somebody who, who was supposed to stay faithful and keep her safe? And you, and that passes through to you. Right. Does that mean you as an infant was out there being promiscuous? No, we don't know the reason. So we should not pass judgment. We cannot walk, feel that we are above reproach. Uh That's right. And we are here to pass judgment. We are not in that position. We are all human. We all make mistakes.
1: Uh That's right.
0: So that is very important. You don't know how something happens to someone. That's right. Okay, how they contrive, especially if they are doing their part of being committed in that relationship. And this is what we're saying when we're saying dark family secrets. You know how many men or well, men and women have cheated on their spouse and brought diseases home to them? I remember a girlfriend of mine was with her husband and her husband brought herpes to her. Wow. Now she was having trouble having kids, but then he winds up getting the other girl pregnant. Right. And for some other reason, the the girl he got pregnant didn't get herpes, but my my girlfriend got herpes. Wow. I don't I don't hold her responsible. So this is why we can't pass judgment. We don't have time. You need to be there as a collective unit. And this is what family is about, whether it's blood or not blood. The acceptance and helping to seek help to heal and recover from what is going on. Because the fact, it's it's a triple whammy. The fact that you were betrayed, the fact that you contracted something, the fact that now you have to do extraordinary things to maintain your health, Right. It's, a, it's a triple whammy. And the emotional scars that are left on you after this experience. That's right. Because what do you do with that? Do you right. stay with the person? Do you leave the person?
1: Right.
0: What do you do? How do you go on? That's why it's important to find someone to talk to. Yeah.
1: Because ultimately, whatever decision you make you have to live with that right exactly you know but the thing is how do you get to that point where you can make a decision whether it's to stay or to go and it's not as easy as you think some situations might be too far gone because time has passed and you're both elderly
0: you know what I'm saying
1: (laughs) um But that doesn't mean, because I've seen situations where even elderly couples, when information was divulged, they still divorced. Because of the fact that at this stage of the game, they felt betrayed. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think if they were younger, it might be different. But that doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that if you're elderly, you can't exercise the option to get out. Because,
0: exactly.
1: because it, to me, I feel it, it's toxic. And what a lot of people don't understand is that this is where toxicity comes from. And we have to keep our mental health. And what you find out later on that you have family members that are toxic. And I don't know if they know what toxic is, but they have, <laughs> they're expressing their toxicity and they've been holding this toxicity for years not realizing that their toxicity affected other family members including their children and then you wonder why your children have toxic relationships with other people right but I do feel that in order for you to get peace with yourself seek out the help that you need so that you can move forward and be strong. And when I say be strong, be able to make the decision you need to make that's in your best interest. But also, without the shame, without the guilt, and without the burden. You know? Because really, um, you know, when, when, when you talked about P- PTSD... Um, a lot of us have experienced PTSD, not mm-hmm. necessarily on the war field or the battlefield, you know, serving in the wars or conflicts. PTSD, PTSD occurs on a daily basis in our cities, mm-hmm. with our families, on the streets, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in our jobs. You know, um, racism can cause PTSD. In fact, racism kills. We know that Mm -hmm. because not only psychologically, but also we've seen our brothers and sisters killed on the streets Mm -hmm. because of racism. So racism, in effect, is toxic and it kills. Mm -hmm. And whatever way that we can get some peace, because really at the end of the day, it's about having peace with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We've carried enough of other people's burdens. Now, we have to learn how to carry our own, but carry our own in a way that we can express ourselves, get talk with someone to help us express that and so that we can move forward. Mm Because like I said, I don't care what age you are. When you are presented with toxicity, it, it causes you to feel like damn (laughs) you know what I'm saying your head is spinning Is spinning and some people think just because you're older and you're mature that it doesn't affect you some kind of way and that is total bullshit I'm telling you this right now that is total bullshit because as you get older you start learning how to size up things and you start you know you become a little bit more discerning But then also, too, you look at those around you and then you begin to question, wow, you carry, you had this secret, then other Mm -hmm. family members carried that secret for them. Mm -hmm. So that means not only are you toxic, the person that committed the offense is toxic and the entire family is toxic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. Exactly. And that... (laughs) That's destructive. I, I, you know, you get a certain age. I don't want to be, I, I don't want to carry all that, you know, because I got enough mm-hmm. of my own issues <laughs> that I got to deal with. Then I got to carry your issue. No, hell no. I'm not carrying that. But I know what I have to do. I have to express how I feel about it. And I think that's very important that I think when you're dealing with situation, situations that you have to let them know how you feel about that. Mm-hmm. It's important.
0: And also the, the biggest thing is sometimes learning how to process an event or something that's going that has mm-hmm. happened. Yes. Or even like devastating news of finding out about an additional sibling. Sometimes right. you just need someone to talk to to learn how to process that because that's not an easy thing to process. You know, you know especially if you if, if you've already gone through it one time already. Right. If I've gone through that already and, you know, I'm thinking, okay it's over, whatever,
1: I made a mistake. Right, you, you process know. that yeah. when you're younger. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you're older and it's like, okay I caught that punch the first time then you gonna punch me again
0: right exactly that's why i said it's also learning how to process it you know what you need to be okay with it and not take things personal right. not not seeing their inability to communicate or to to self-express to be a reason for you to be angry frustrated or hurt because that's really on them that's not really you like right. that's not you
1: no that's no no not absolutely it really is on them because because i feel like to me you carried it this long mm-hmm. and i said no i said if this is your burden you gotta carry it you know what i'm saying and if you need help to how to process that, then get the help that you need to get to help you process you carrying this. Because at the end of the day, you're right. You know, now, on the other hand, you know, you have to, you, you yourself have to process getting that information. And you know what? One thing I do say, once you process it, process it, because, you know, some people will be like, oh, you, you know, they may say to you, oh, you, you should get to know them. You have a right to say no. You don't have mm-hmm. to. And that's the thing. You don't have to. Because mm-hmm. some people say, oh, you might be, you, you may be seen as being mean. No, it's not. It's just that you don't have to.
0: You may get to know the new person. Right. Now your sibling.
1: Right. That's your choice.
0: Sometimes, Danny, you're
1: just the child of, you would just be tired of meeting new people. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> listen. My thing. I mean, no, at, You can just
0: yeah, be like, okay, yeah, look, I can't.
1: Yeah. Because I really think it's unfair for you to ask the person to make like, oh, hey. You know, and it's nothing against a sibling. It's just I feel at this stage of the game, I don't have to. I just don't. I don't have to. And I'm okay. I will be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Because Mm -hmm. I really believe it's how you introduce things to people. It's very important. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: And it's not to carry a grudge. Because, listen, if you made it this far in your life you knowing about the other siblings does not have the impact, I feel, at this stage of the game. You know, um, not unless there's some, you know, um, mitigating like inheritance and things like that, maybe that might come up. But even then, <laughs> I feel like, nah. I said, not at this stage of the game. Nah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that it's truth you know Mm -hmm. that is truth you know um and you have and you can make that decision you understand Mm -hmm. and like i said as long as you're okay with that you know and it's good and you feel all right about that it's all good Mm -hmm. you know seriously you know but but like i said you know um i just feel that um you know Depending on how people are raised and what they went through in their life, um, and it signifies a lot of what how they dealt with things as a child, and what their parents told them to do and not to do, and then you know um, how were other family members dealt you know dealt with when it came to illegitimate children and everything, you know. So I, I so I really do look at how you raised. I look at that. Um, and I look at the fact that, you know and the other thing is too, when other family members enable it because they feel that's normal, that's dangerous. Because it's not normal. Well
0: No, it, it you yeah, absolutely not. It's not normal, but that should also be a warning sign to me that they more of that than you think. Of that course.
1: There's probably there's probably other <laughs> other other thing. Yes. Yeah. There's other secrets. Because if they kept that secret, then you know what? My thing is, I don't want no no more. I really don't. You know. Mm-hmm. Um as far as I'm concerned because if you kept that and you enabled that, this other shit. I Yep. There's other shit. <laughs> I guarantee you. So no, anything no, else so you wanna yeah. add?
0: Um, well, you know, um, like I said, the the main thing I wanted to uh point out is, you know, anyone listening to this podcast, please feel free to Email me, the professor at com, Or you can text me with any questions or if you need guidance or direction to be sent somewhere to get assistance. Please feel free to text me at 347-601-8431. Once again, 347-601-8431. Um, and you can also contact me on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, but, you know, those are the best ways to get me if there's something you wish to discuss that is troubling you, such as this, this topic. And, you know, if you need services, I can either guide you, help you, or whatever, just feel free to text me. So, um, as we were saying during this, deep, dark family secrets are very uh, detrimental, and they affect the family unit, the individual in ways that we are still uncovering and still figuring out. And especially within, you know, minority communities, economically challenged areas, people who have been oppressed. Right. So we're still learning about it. So, but, we're going to wrap this lovely show up. It was very intense.
1: Yeah, yeah. very, <laughs> very intense. intense. And like mm-hmm. I said, those of you out there, if you're hearing this podcast, do your best. There's plenty resources out here. You can contact the professor if you need counseling. You know, make sure you hit her up at 347-601-8431 or email her at the professor at lovesexrelationships.com if you feel you need assistance in regards to this, this subject because this is a very hot uh, subject, uh, very sensitive um, subject, but need, need, nevertheless, it's still important to talk and talk about it. And if you can find the services of a therapist um, to help assist you um, with getting through and understanding where you are and how you feel like i said the person that needs to be well is you at the end of the day you need to be well and you deserve to be well what you think professor
0: absolutely so we are going to say goodbye but we want you
1: to know how you can
0: reach me once again you can reach the professor at the professor at love Sex and relationship.com you can text me at 347-601-8431 once again 347-601-8431 you can hear this podcast on on live on the station on the station a bowl of soul on live 365 did i say that, in reverse? that
1: Yeah. Correct. Yeah, you can check out <laughs> Love, Sex, Relationships on the Ebola Soul Radio okay. Network at 10 p.m. on Wednesday. Wednesday. Right after the heavy storm, quiet storm with Melvin Jordan, you can get yourself some Melvin, love, Melvin. sex, and relationship advice with the professor. And make sure you tune into Ebola Soul, a mixed of soul music online three sixty-five and I want to just give a shout out to all of you that's been listening to the radio network as well as tuning in and listening to Love Sex Relationships thank
0: with you guys. the Professor.
1: Yeah. Woo!
0: Yes. And Professor C Love, my my special guest, my special guest. So oh, we
1: thank you, we thank
0: you, we thank you, we thank you.
1: Yes, and make so sure much. you download the show. At redcircle.com. There's a lot of podcasts, and I see that you all are downloading these shows and you're carrying and getting your relationship advice to go on your mobile, iPad, your computer, you name it. Download your cell phone. Show. Um,
0: yes. Yes,
1: okay. yes. Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. Right. Thank you.
1: And I want you all to have a beautiful day or night wherever you're listening from and you're listening. To love, sex, sex relationships. relationships. Good Good night.